Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. Hammer, hammer, hammer. Okay, we won't be doing that again. Uh, I'm Mick Jordan. And I'm Marina Gorski. And on this show, we go to the movies so that you don't have to. And this week, we are going to discuss uh, Money Monster, starring George Clooney and Julia Roberts. Now, Marina and I have deliberately avoided talking about it to each other, so we've no idea what the other's opinion of it is or our reaction. Um, so, Marina, tell me, how much did you love it? Um, let's just say, in a scale of one to ten... I'll give it a four. Oh, really? I thought you'd like it. No. Okay. <laughs> that was unexpected because I loved it. I knew this would happen. I knew it. I'm like, oh, this is so the type of movie Mick wouldn't like it. But since I don't like it, he probably will like it. I did not react instinctively on the basis. As I said, I started just assuming you did like it because I thought it was the sort of film you would like. Why no. didn't you? Um, well, because one thing I don't like... I don't like Julia Roberts, although she was good in it. Okay. I have to admit, she was, you know, okay. Um, I do like Clooney. Um, the thing is, it's just, I don't know, it was too, like, you just knew where it would go. It's, it was very cliched. Well, did you know anything of the plot beforehand? Like, did you know it was a heist? I know, I did not know anything so about it. So what you knew about it was, it starred George Clooney yeah. and Julia Roberts. I didn't even know Julia Roberts was in it. As soon as she appeared, right. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If we ever meet Julia Roberts, never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's a very forgiving person. She's going to have to be. Um, so you, but so you will be a George Clooney fan. That would have drawn you into it. Um, well, No. The thing, no, I am Why did you go and see this? <laughs> because I really wanted to see Alice through the looking glass. But okay. John said to me... John being your boyfriend. Yeah, John's my boyfriend. Not everyone knows who we are. Marina, just, well, actually, everyone who's listening to this probably does. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, so uh, John just said to me, uh, we have to go see it. I promise it'll be great. Just go. And I know by what John says, it was going to be a crappy movie because he has weird taste in movies. <laughs> Okay. Marina's former boyfriend, John. <laughs> That's crappy taste in movies, apparently. Um, well, no, not really. Well, I thought, okay, you know what? It seems interesting enough. It's Clooney. The name is interesting. Money Monster. I was like, oh, this could mm. be quite good. So I, I liked it up to a point where the guy said, well, now it's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Rama, Rama. No, we're definitely not doing that anymore. Okay. Um, until the point the guy said, it's only clay. And I was like, oh. Did you not guess of that? Of course. I suspected that might be the case. And I it, well, I didn't think it mattered. Um, because it was a case of from then on, you knew Clooney was on his side. Yeah, well then, you know, like from that point, I knew, like, like the thing is, once he put the whole vest on him and it was the whole thing, the guy's going to shoot Clooney to do the vest. And I was like, I actually want the vest to blow up. Was that because you suddenly developed it? Because Clooney has never been blown up. And I was like, because these huge <laughs> actors that do these characters, they'll never be blown up, really. Like, it's just, and I was like, 
it would be great if it actually did blow up. The story would be so cool and it would just be like It'd unexpected. It would also be over. That would have sort of ended the film yeah, there. Yeah, no, then. I know, but that's what I mean. Like it would, uh, towards the end, I would want the end, end not to be as happy. Sure. I'm not, I'm well, not. It wasn't exactly, well, no, give away too much again, really. I wouldn't say it was happy. But, um, were you, did you find any of it tense and exciting? Because I did. I just found it that, was, even though, yeah. again, it was just in the back of my mind, yes, obviously nothing's going to go wrong in this. I think people aren't in any real danger. Um, but at the same time, it was very fast moving. The pacing of it was very well done, I thought, and directed by Jodie Foster. Yeah. Which I knew that going in, but I didn't. you wouldn't. Well, you don't know until the end credits. It's just right. You didn't know at any point until right uh, at yeah. the end, just directed yeah. by Jodie Foster. Exactly. So you yeah. just go, oh my God. And, and uh, yeah, straight away. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it was it was a, it was a, a good movie. It, I wouldn't say great now, and it was worth my money. Mm. But it, it was interesting enough. It did. You were kind of like, um, okay, this is a very unstable character. The guy with the gun and all that. He could, yeah. I thought he was actually probably going to shoot someone in there, and I was like, oh, it could go very, very wrong. Yeah, that was kind of what I was expecting. But I did thought I did think it was very smart the way they did there wasn't really holes in it i couldn't find holes in the plot mm-hmm. or anything that would make it seem like uh what she did here you know she couldn't do it because this was that and i once they closed all the doors i was like now they have to be really careful now with what they're gonna do because no yeah. one can come in and come out and the guy's gonna see you or whatever so that's why i was kind of conscious of they have to be careful with what they're gonna do with the plot and how they're gonna develop it till then because the police were trying to get in yeah. i was like how are they going to get in now yeah is there going to be some contrived solution or yeah something like that? but you it know, was very smart yeah and in, in terms of he had the whole thing where because the show was the program that he hijacks is live on the air so he's able to monitor it, that it stays on the air by watching it on his phone so i thought things like that were good and it's following on what you were saying that basically there seemed no loophole no way of anyone getting in and getting past him and mm. they maintained that so that added to the tension but it was all I think the style of the filmmaking very fast very camera like it was 90 minutes long that flew by and to me it seemed the perfectly formed film like I thought it was just ideal Friday night entertainment that I could yeah. see but that's what I was conscious of in terms of it's ideal Friday night entertainment 20 years ago because Clooney and Julia Roberts are older stars now would they be the sort to draw in the audience for a Friday night film like that's what I'm saying it seemed to perfect Friday night entertainment that people will spend particularly in America their $15 on to go and see they'll just want to go and see something entertaining and is that still an audience grabber on that th- scale would you say I think film? it was because John mm, absolutely loved it Excellent. John absolutely loved it and I, I liked it as well it was a popcorn movie mm. very much so and um It'd be something that my dad would love as well. He loves these kind okay. of movies. And um, I just thought that it got to a point where I was happy with how, how it was going until they got on the street. Okay, that's what I've heard a lot of reviews complain about that. Give out about that, say that it falls apart once they get out. Yeah. And I didn't I, mind that. I thought it was, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I was enjoying the fact that it was confined, very claustrophobic yeah. in the studio and so on. Yeah. And yeah, I did feel, oh, damn, they're out now. It's going to be a bit wide open and it's going to go all over. But I still enjoyed it. I was still hooked into it. Uh, yeah, no, you are kind of. But I, I just thought that for, well, he is kind of stupid, the character. He has Which that. Guy, the, guy, the guy with the gun. Jack the guy with the gun, yeah, yeah. He is kind of stupid. And uh, I, I kept thinking, like, he's, he's a terrorist now. Apparently, let's just <laughs> say up until, like, we didn't know it was Clay. He yeah. had, it was it was an actual bomb, whatever. Semtex. He wanted to end his life. 
He would have done it in seconds. Well, I don't think he did. This is, I mean, the whole point of it was he wanted an answer as to why all the money he invested in this um, company, shares, yeah, company yeah. shares had just gone immediately. And he had been tipped off by Clooney's program to do this. And he wanted to know where all, and he wanted it explained. Like they offered, he said, I can get you your money back and all this. He said, no, he didn't want that. He wanted to know what happened. And he wanted justice for everyone. Yeah. So he was certainly going to fight to the end of that. But I suppose he had, in his own mind, given up for himself. He yeah, knew he could, no way was he going to get away with this. Yeah, but the thing is, because he got to a point where um, they couldn't give him any more answers. And that's where I thought, okay, this is kind of going towards like, what are they going to do now? Mm. When it got to the point where she... Uh, What's her name? Diane, the girl from the um, what the, oh the, the Irish woman, yeah, <laughs> John Tom Tom. Very unsettling. I think I can imagine John being unsettled. I was like, where I must know her from somewhere. Yeah, I I know her down the road. She's Irish. Yeah. an Irish Irish accent. He said that throughout the whole film. I'm like, Shh. yeah, and it was very. I was the same as well. I was watching her come. She's Irish. That's a really strong Irish yeah. accent. Where is she from? Who do I know her? She has no idea who she is. But anyway, when it got to the, to, you know, where they, they were going to meet her and him, and it was really like, mm-hmm. I thought it was very cliche kind of thing. Like, you know, it was, they were all following. And I people, mean, and if that was a bomb, there wouldn't be people on the street following them to it, like actual citizens. If that oh. guy was strapped on with the bomb. There were citizens all over them watching them go. Yeah, well, no, I can see and that. I think like that was part of the comedy of it, that as they're walking through the streets of New York with a bomb vest all around George Clooney, all these people are cheering him on and rapping to it and so on yeah. and dancing in the street. So, yes, I could see, maybe not overly realistic, but I can still see what happened. There would be yeah. people out there who would clamour on, onto it. Um, and getting the two male culprits... Uh, Chief Millen, yeah. whose secretary is the Irish woman, and the two of them come together at the end to meet and reveal all that happened. And I liked that because it was at first it looked, yes, it's all going to be explained that it's just big evil corporation and it's going to be nameless uh, men in suits that we don't know anything about, which is fine because that's realistic, but I said it's boring. And then suddenly, no, it is actually one arch villain behind it all. And I said, yeah, but then that's the cop out. So I was going back and forth on that. But at the same time, I think all the way through, and I know Jodie Foster has herself, I've read interviews, expressed certain left-wing views that I would very be very sympathetic to, and certainly she has been anti-capitalist in some of her statements, and this film yeah. is very strongly that. Yeah, it's subtle, no, yeah, yeah. but there are yeah, so many yeah. little innuendos in terms of, because at the end, the guy reveals he did nothing wrong, technically. The evil yeah, capitalist yeah. bastard did nothing and wrong. And she also says, like, not she, obviously, but in the dialogue, one of the characters said, what was it? It's so useless investing money in these companies. Yeah. Like it's the most useless thing ever <laughs> to have shares or companies. And he and he he was there saying, "I was like, you're right. Yeah. Why do people actually buy shares for companies? Because they might lose so much money. Yeah. They might win a bit, but it's still it's still such a stupid idea. Well, that's yeah. In that's a way. the indictment of it that it's all a gamble. Yeah. And that this guy gambled his entire money and in one night lost it because yeah. the shares just were wiped out. I loved that scene where they were like, we're going to show his girlfriend now and he's going to see what's going to happen and, you know, she's pregnant. And, and she, she was like, you, you fucking <laughs> idiot. Yeah. And she's just oh, kidding Because she comes on and you think it's... Uh, I said, oh, no, it's not coming from these where he's crying and she says, please don't do this. Yeah, yeah. And then she just launches it. <laughs> You've lost all our money. <laughs> yeah, you're so that. stupid. You've always panic. been stupid. Yes. <laughs> you even cry when we have sex. And, <laughs> yeah. and then you hear everyone panicking, cut her off, cut her off. 
and he cut her off all the monitors, but the sound is still there, so she's still ranting at herself. She's been dragged away from the microphone, as I think you should probably and then be it, at this stage. And then was, it was all silence, and everyone's like... Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Crap. They're also the support of him. I can understand why he's got a gun and a bomb yeah. or something like that. But that was it. I thought a lot of it was very funny. Yeah. Some of it was, there was some humour in it in terms of that scene in particular and the reactions of everyone and the way. I just, I can't remember particularly one liners in it, but, well, no, I do remember one in terms of when Clooney is trying to get hold of his producer who's off having sex in the toilets. And then everyone in the world knows what's going on. Like, this is all I've done, oh, yeah. except his producer who's, in the, who's coming on the phone. Yeah, what's up? And then he just sees a monitor and Clooney is actually looking at him. And the monitor says, do you want to guess? <laughs> <laughs> like that. And I was in, like, I haven't seen early morning shows. There wasn't many in cinema. And we all were laughing at that. Yeah. Which is always a good reflection of the film. So, now I enjoyed it. As I said, it zipped along. Um, yeah, it was a quick. It was actually a quick film because yeah. we went in. It was for seven, and we came out at like quarter pa- uh, quarter to nine. Yeah, which was very good because counting the like if you count the ads and all that, yeah. like it's 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 about ninety minutes, ninety eight minute film. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. But um, so you wouldn't have been a fan of Clooney or Julia Roberts beforehand, would you? Be no, now? Clooney, I am. Yeah, some films he did are, are very good. Some of them kind of cliche. Well, listen, I think about him in terms... Like, I would have gone to see it because... Of, like, that was the hype for me. It was Clooney and yeah. Julia Roberts. Yeah. And I'm well, a I know huge Julia Roberts, Roberts yeah. fan myself. But with the well, two of them to together, I'd go and see... <laughs> I would go and see them together. Because yeah. you just... It's more a case of you just say, oh, this is going to be entertaining. And that's pretty much what it was for me. That's what I'm saying. It was the perfect Saturday night or Friday night entertainment. Um, but I th- And I think with George Clooney, he basically... Once he had done Batman and Robin, he got all his bad films out of the way in one go. And everything he's made since has been pretty decent. I yeah, can't no, really it think is. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's. It is. Um, yeah, decent is the right word for it. Yeah. Um, but I just. He was. Very, he was. He played the part he always plays, kind of. You know. Yeah. Well, he did, and he did. Like he always plays to a certain extent a sort of bad guy who makes good. Yeah. Maybe, like I mean, he is clearly this capitalist venture arrogant arrogant oh yeah and the, all the, that yeah. was you know the scene where he goes on about um, comparing himself with yeah, yeah. Lies, and he points out all the points in his favour you have this wonderful girlfriend you're about to have a child and then a few minutes later you hear the girlfriend ranting I was expecting mm-hmm. her to go okay you're, you're worse off than me yeah. or something like that but he just lists all his ex-wives and the alimony he's paid uh, what did you think of Jack O'Connell himself as the gunman his performance. I actually thought it was good. I thought it was excellent. Yeah, I thought it was very good, yeah. I mean, uh, I really felt for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you kind of, you, you get a bit annoyed with him at the beginning. Yes. For doing all that and you're kind of like, oh, shit's about to get real and stuff and you're kind of like, yeah. should I like him? Should I not? Like, I don't think I do. And then suddenly you're kind of like, no, fuck the rest of them. Go <laughs> you. You blow everyone up. <laughs> so Jodie Foster's revolutionary concept got through to you then as well. Yeah. You're manning the barricades. Yeah, go Jodie Foster. Okay, that's really a good rallying cry. I think we should just that'll be a soundbite. Go, Jodie Foster. Okay, that could be our logo from now on. Yeah. Okay, well, so you give it four out of ten. You would say. Yeah, because overall, I didn't really like. I liked it, but it's not mm. something I'd watch again, okay. and it's not something that, like, it wasn't. Oh, wow, this is brilliant. No, well, I I don't think it was. Brilliant, but I thought it was very good. Okay, said, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, maybe maybe six out of ten. 
I'll go to six, so I was going to give it. So you're leaping four out of ten. I'll say five from you because, I mean, you're not. <laughs> you're choosing. I'm just deciding what you should yeah. do. Okay, I mean, five. You could go from four to six. Like, that's probably well, D because to it C. is, because up to a certain point, it is very good. It's entertaining. Yeah. You're never bored. No, um, I didn't get bored at any stage. I would give it six out of ten because I think it was great Friday night entertainment, as I said repeatedly. And it's just enjoyable. It's a good, it's a good, typical modern entertainment film with big stars and therefore I think it passed on that muster on that okay well thank you for joining us on this first edition of and hopefully not the last of Spoilerama we're not going to do that we'll just stick with this I think this is probably more appropriate Okay, we won't be doing that one either. Um, we've recorded this in DBS Dublin Business School Studios in Balfe Street. And thank you, Matthew Nolan, for providing the facilities. And so we have to, we will just do final housekeeping credits. This programme was recorded and presented by... Mick Jordan and Marina Gorski. The programme was produced and engineered by... Mick Jordan and Marina Gorski. And this podcast is a production <laughs> of Bow Lane Productions, which is owned and run by... Mick Jordan and Marina Gorski. Just thought it'd be different. This podcast <laughs> is a production of Bow Lane Productions, which is owned and run by Mick Jordan and Marina Gorski. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't doesn't it? How long was it? As I expected, it's practically perfect in every way. <laughs>